Hey, Chris, how you doing? <laughs> uh, kind of okay. It is still two degrees here in Illinois, and I just fell outside on the ice a couple times. It's just been rough. <laughs> we are recording this at the beginning of February, and uh, it's coming out at the beginning of March. So there will probably still be ice here in March, knowing Illinois. I hope, I hope so, because that's when you're going to be No, here. no, I don't And I want it to be icy that. and awful for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so now that we know that you're not very coordinated, Walker. Yeah, that's a true statement. <laughs> I am excited that we have a guest host this week. Whoop, whoop. Ellie Dubois, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I pronounced all that correctly, right? Well, the L and the E yep. were a little... Pronounced very great. <laughs> well, we had talked uh, before about Ellie, um, that it's it's L-E for first and, and middle name, and it's just Ellie. And the Dubois, is that French? Yes, it is French. But oh. I'm actually half Cuban, so I, I reference ah. Cuban way more than French, yeah. Nice, nice. That's a that's a cool mix. I feel yeah, like you is. should have a book like the everyone greatest time by Literally Ellie Dubois. Everyone, <laughs> everyone <laughs> tells me that. Yeah, it's like a name for an author. I know it's on awesome. the bucket list. Right on. So Ellie, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. So I am the director of a summer camp and after school program in Southern California called Jam. And so in the summer we call it Summer Jam. And nice. we're basically a day camps from like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And we take kids all over Orange County from Disneyland, roller skating, bowling, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it's a really fun time. And, you know, kids look forward to it all year. Oh, OK. OK. Hold on. So we're going to get into this. A, a Disney. Bit. That's awesome. Are, do you what, what, what are your ages for this travel? Camp? OK, so. Yeah, so our group is specifically uh, junior high or middle school ages. So sixth grade through eighth grade. So we have incoming sixth graders. So like 10 years old to outgoing eighth graders. So max around like 14. So 10 to 14. And do you use a bus or 15 passenger vans? Um, we, so I'm just going to say what we have done in the past, like COVID is a totally different right, animal, right. <laughs> but um, we use buses. So we will take one, usually one or two buses. Um, and we started out just doing a few excursions a week year like 10 years ago that was before i was the director um but just recently you know pre-covid we were doing five excursions a week beach every friday theme parks every week mm -hmm. you know the fair wow. roller skating parks like all you name it we did it you know like whale watching tours stuff and do you have uh, any specialty camps like uh surf camp or that you just every day um, you go to the beach no. okay no. So we, we know we've never done anything. That's like a, Hey, we're learning this skill or anything like that. Um, the, I would say the only, it's not really specialty, but we are connected through a church. And so we would do, um, one week in the summer was like an overnight Christian camp that we teamed okay. up with Hume, Hume Lake Christian camps. And we would send our kids to that camp. Gotcha. So, so we weren't really, but we kind of like, right. So in, uh, I used to work for the Coronado parks and rec mm -hmm. in San Diego yeah. And I ran camp that is very similar to that. We used two 15 passenger vans only for middle school mm -hmm. kids. And mm -hmm. yes, we would go to the amusement park. We go beach. Uh, and we'd call those our adventure camps, right? Where we just did a bunch yeah. of different things. And then we had our specialty camps. Like we had paintball camps. So every day we'd go to mm -hmm. a new paintball place. We had surf camp every day, go to the beach. And there was a surf instructor. 
Uh, but those are so fun. Just picking up the kids and going to wherever. Um, so it yeah. just takes me back to those days. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. Super fun. Yeah. How back when he was in charge of camp, there weren't actually buses. It was no. uh, random dinosaurs that they had to ride. We had to pick up the car and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so the the last recreation department that I worked for, the ah! last, yeah, I don't know how I got so high there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the camp that I directed the day camp was on an island, okay. Angel Islands in the Bay Area. So we had to take a ferry. We had to walk the kids from where they checked in down to the ferry. You have them hold the rope. You know, take walk the fa- we didn't do that. We didn't do that, but <laughs> close. Take the ferry over to the island, which is a state park. Then we'd walk them to the picnic area, have our camp and everything else and do everything uh, in reverse. But there was no indoor area. There was a small little indoor, but we couldn't have camp Mm. in there, little museum. Uh, There was nowhere really to keep stuff. So we had to bring two carts. I mean, that's really Mm. kind of as much as we could fit on the ferry because other people had stuff too. And for this episode... I want to challenge you two to come up with programs for that. So you have this day camp, two carts full of stuff, and a basically a state park with a beach area. Very limited, right? We didn't have archery. We didn't have a ropes course. Crafts had to be done on a picnic table with whatever we brought that day. Hmm. Uh, so you had to be creative. You had to really rely on your staff. And that's kind of the topic of this episode. If you've got very little, what can you do? Because we took it to a camp that was maxed out at 110. We couldn't take any more. And as soon as we opened registration, there was at least half the weeks would fill up that night. Uh, so yeah. word of mouth really kind of took us, but it was a program that really stood on its own and we didn't need all those extras. Right. But it was challenging. So, Ellie, Chris. Yeah. Kurt. Let's start off with <laughs> check-in. All right. Check-in is, was, was just in the space of grassy space next to the library, uh, next to City Hall. Parking was, there, there just wasn't much parking. What would you do for check-in? How, how would you keep those kids occupied until we had to walk to the ferry you're talking about like actual check-in like i need my ipad or you're talking about no no so we had check-in um and and but uh, the one of the challenges that we had was keeping the kids involved because some of the staff were actually involved with check-in okay. uh, so we didn't have a full, full entertaining the children entertaining the children as they came in maybe for 20 minutes they come in different times what would you do Initially, the first thing I think of is obviously you have kids that are in line checking in like, oh, what's your name and your mom Mm -hmm. and whatever you need to do there and you have your stuff for the day and your lunch and whatever. So there's kids occupied doing that. But I I imagine that you're thinking once they're checked in, what are they supposed to do? Right. And so I would imagine that if you have at least a small grass area, you're doing some type of, you know, minimal uh, equipment group game where Mm -hmm. maybe you have a couple staff that are leading some game of 
you know, Three Flags Up or some, you know, that, uh, what's that game, the ninja game where you have to like freeze and move your Mm -hmm. hands a certain way. And if you get touched, you're out, stuff like that, where it's like a big group can play, they're interested in it, um, but you don't need like a bunch of stuff to lead it. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly what it was. Sharks and minnows was a big thing for us. Yeah. A museum, um, different, different things. Yeah. That's exactly what we did. All right. Yeah. Once we get to the ferry, we kind of have to wait till we get on, we get on the ferry, that whole process of getting over to the Island is about half an hour. Uh, what, what would you do and what would you not do? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you how some visiting camps, like we went every day, but there were other camps that would come on occasionally and the difference between our camp and their camp. I guess, okay, so I've only been on one ferry my entire life, and it ferried cars. Uh-huh. And so I, I just like, do the kids sit down on this ferry? Is it outdoors? What, yeah, what is so the, basically, I, with the, it's a two-story ferry. There are no cars. So the first story, there are benches, um, and that they, they, you could sit in, tables, and then you go on top, and there's just like chairs and stuff. And that's where the captain is uh, driving. Uh, but it's outdoor. It's like, you know, open top. The ferry would be fun to like throw in some, like even some team, like we're going to do, this is the team building ferry. This is what we do. Do some tabletop team building games. <laughs> uh, you know, the the key punch with cards or I, I, I mean, if they can't, are they have to sit or can they get up and move around? So that's up to you. What, what do you think? I don't, well, I don't, on what would you allow? the ferry I have been on, <laughs> you have to stay in your car. You're not allowed out. <laughs> right. And you, oh, do there. you mean, is, are there ferry rules? Like the ferry yeah. people have those rules? Yeah. No, no, well, you can, you can walk people. Yeah. The, the winged, the, the winged fantasy creatures. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stay in your seat. <laughs> I, I mean, did they, cause that, that's my, I guess I, I can't picture this ferry is what I'm having a hard time. Like, can they, can they fish off of it? Can they, no. okay. Like no. there's, there are some rules. They can't just run amok all over. Right. The right. No running, nothing no. like that. And there are other people besides us. There are, <laughs> you know, just normal families going to the island. No. Cause a lot of your team building games, you stay pretty close knit. Um, you're all working together and that would keep you close. Keep everybody kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it would be cool to, yeah. If you had something like team building or, you don't really have enough time for credit. You don't really have enough time for team building. Some kind of like, this is the, what we do on the ferry. Every time we get on the ferry, we do team building. Every time we get on the ferry, we do whatever we do. It's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. Just to be like, so then the kids know we get on the ferry. This is what we do. It's not a guess each day of what it could be. Okay. Ellie. Yeah. I think I, I like Chris's idea. I also know that um, I have been on a couple ferries and just a couple like boat rides and stuff before with a bunch of kids and you can't really run around. You can't really play mm-hmm. games where they're like, you know, go over here, go over there type games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the right. games that we would be playing during check-in and even the I spy type things we'd be doing on the walks. When you're on a ferry, usually it's just all water around. There's not really anything right. to spy. Um, so, but aside from tabletop things, as long as wind factors aren't involved, like where it's stuff, cards are flying or papers right. are flying, you know what I mean? Um, so I probably would aim more towards like, you know, stuff without equipment. So maybe you're singing camp songs that require like a, a call and response or like one of those things where it's like they fill in the the blank for the song or whatever, um, or like riddles or things like that, where it involves the, you know, Story group participation. Time, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
where they're engaged, but it's not like super structured, but it's still like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever Can take you... the uh, ferry over to uh, Catalina Island? Um, I have not done that yet, but you I should. that is on the list of things to it's do. It's on the list. <laughs> so the the big thing was we need to make sure that uh, they aren't running amok, right? Because there's other people on the ferry. You d- we didn't want them to make any kind of, we didn't want to bother anybody basically. So yeah. you find your seats, you sit down. If they want to get up and walk to a different area, that's fine. But just no playing tag, no running. It would be no song singing, unfortunately, because that would be too much uh, for yeah. other patrons. And then we just kind of, all the staff have to be spread out, you know? So four of you up on the top deck, the rest of you down here where most of the kids are. And we made sure we didn't take all of the tables because we didn't want to be that camp, right? So it's like, let some of the tables uh, uh, go so other people can sit down. And if you're on the top deck, everybody put your backpacks together so people aren't tripping over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was just kind of do your own thing. Some of the counselors would take out their hip pocket activities and do riddles like mm-hmm. you were saying, and, or maybe take out a deck of cards and that type of thing. Uh, but it was just kind of a socializing time. Uh, so that was kind of it for there and back. Did you uh, pay for this ferry too? Oh, you have to pay. I mean, that's how they make their money. Yeah, sure. So you were there every day. You were like their best customer. Oh, for sure. For sure. And oh, you yeah. couldn't work something out with oh, them, like, did. hey, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we got a discount for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, hey, can we have this area? We this is our area for. Well, our they camp. let us on first, which was okay. nice, so mm-hmm. that we could kind of take, and they knew we'd be respectful of there. But that's the thing with other visiting camps. Here's where you see the camps come on, and kids are running amok everywhere. And the counselors all sitting together, just talking and everything else. It was day and night between, you know, us and and them. So it was interesting. That was always a big thing for me when we would, anytime we'd go somewhere, I was always told the kids, one, we need to leave this place better than when we found Mm -hmm. it. And I don't want anyone, whether the workers or other patrons here to say, gosh, I wish those kids weren't here. Right. And right. like, I drilled that into them during the summer. Cause I'm like, we need to like, we want people to like us that we're being respectful and that yep. we were like a welcome group. Not like what you said, running yep. all over the place. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So now we're at the islands. We get off, we get all the kids situated. Basically we, uh, that's where we kind of, okay, Johnny's group line up here. You know, Sheila's group line up here and then we kind of take them all. Sheila, did you we do was a... this in the Australian Outback? <laughs> <laughs> Joey's group right over here. Um, we do it like a little bathroom. The first thing is anybody yeah. has to go to the bathroom, go. Then we go over to the picnic area. And now you've got not a full day, but you got about five six hours. hours, six hours. Yeah. To program program. What would you what would you do, Chris? What's your program look like? Uh, sitting there Monday through Friday, you stare at each other the (laughs) entire time Mm. Uh, you're going to, so I, I am big on, cause these are the same kids you have every week, right? No. Oh, you don't No, no returnees each week. So that's a good question. Um, we have a few returnees, but in the, in the Bay area, in the day camp world, families send their kids to multiple camps. So every week they seem to go, it's tech camp, it's angel Island, it's Stephen Cates. It's so they all, they get a, a, Uh you know, sports camp. 
So rarely, I mean, we get some returnees, but just that culture is they go to not eight different camps over the summer. Okay. Because I would still, I mean, I, I would have even kind of have it, you, you have it scheduled a bit. You know, we do STEM stuff on Mondays. We do team building stuff on Tuesdays. We do wet stuff on Wednesdays. I'm trying to, I can't think. We do alliteration Thursday throwing stuff. <laughs> and you have a fish fry on Fridays. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but <laughs> I love it. I'm almost having kind of like some, okay, this is what each day kind of has. And maybe, maybe Friday becomes a, okay, pick your favorite from the week. We'll bring those back and do it. But every, I mean, you only have two carts you can bring on. So you're looking at a lot of stuff that can repeat over. So like, okay, we're going to bring, I mean, I'm thinking of the dumb dollar store duel I did. We're bringing these balloons that work for this activity, this activity, this activity, and this activity until we finally fill them with water and then bust them on each other or something. Um, and then we're done. But everything you have almost has to play multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would totally. You have to have it. I don't. I just think of it's so different because here I have my own camp, and so we can be random because it's like, yeah. oh, whatever. I can change the time that we go to bed at night. I, you know, you can't change the time that the ferry is leaving or picking right, you right. back up. <laughs> so, and what so are some activities you, you think you scheduled. would do then? like even like stem day i mean there's you can do the air rockets where they're they're making the rockets that ties in your craft they're making these little rockets it doesn't take much it's a little pvc pipe attached to a piece of wood and a, a two liter bottle that they stomp on and that can take i mean it's gonna 30 minutes to make the rocket mm -hmm. you throw it you launch them and then it's another 30 minutes okay now improve upon your rocket how can you make it bigger better crazier give them some ideas maybe you can attach your rocket to another two rockets what does that look like things like that um Battle bots. I, we love doing battle bots at our camp where you bring in the, the remote control cars. They don't, I mean, it's a tub that you'd bring in and then there's, they have the, the cardboard, they have the skewers, they have all the stuff that takes them almost an hour to build their car that they're then going to race for about 15, 20 minutes before the batteries die. Um, trying so to this, attack the other cars. So then you're, are, are you doing a rotation of these activities yes. going on? Yeah. So okay. you'd have each group, yeah, you can't have all 100 kids doing rockets at the same time. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm thinking your cabins of 10, your groups, yeah, groups yeah, of 10. Yeah. What do you call groups them? Of, groups, groups of 10. Groups of 10, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's oh, probably not allowed to start fires in California, so that would be out. Right, no fires there. That's <laughs> yeah. right. We did have little barbecue pits. Yeah. Oh, well, you could then. I mean, you could do the whole, I don't know if you'd want to even teach California kids how to start a fire with Flint and right stuff. now. Yeah. I'll leave that to the scouts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Keep that out. Um, but like I, your team building Tuesdays, you're there's, there's so much that I, I talk to any team builder. They talk about their bag of props and it's just yeah. a bag that they bring in and the good team builders have less and less in their bags. I mean, I'm just listening to Chris Cavert's, um, on team building podcasting talks about all the time. Everyone's like, Oh, I used to have this huge hockey bag and now I'm down to a duffel bag, you know, and I can do stuff all day with that duffel bag of stuff. But so it would and, be harder. So I should probably uh, tell you, yes, you have a big area. That's kind of a grassy area. Is it it's, it's filled with goose poop, but anyways, <laughs> so you've got this grassy area. You, there are um, some trails, there are a bunch of trees. There's a volleyball court and 
there's the waterfront, like a little beach area and a dock that you can go on to um, for maybe some fishing or something. So that's what you have to work with. How big um, is this island that all these people are going to? It's it's fair size uh, for okay. us because uh, on Thursdays was our hike day. We would go to the other side of the island and it would take a good hour for us to get there where there's another beach and then coming back another hour. I'm just thinking of all these people that came over on the ferry. You're all hanging out all day. That'd be weird. And that's multiple ferries. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's one from San Francisco. It's one from Tiburon and they, it's like four times a day. So do you have your assigned area? Like we just, we, no, no, we run and get and take over the picnic benches before (laughs) anyone else can. So that's what we do. We set as soon as we get off the ferry, we send three staff and any CITs just to run and claim as many picnic benches picnic as we can. Areas. Yeah. In that oh, one area, there are other areas that people can go to, but so as far as activity wise, Ellie, what would you, what do you think you'd, you would do? Yeah. So I like Chris's idea of, you know, you could do each day has a theme to it. Right. I was thinking more so like the week has a theme. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you could do things like, um, uh, sports week or food week or spirit week or uh, science week or whatever not necessarily that it's a specialty camp in the sense that you're like doing all science projects but just that the theme influences all the activities so like yeah. for a sports week you would do like a craft that's related to football or some other right. sport thing right and and i'm not so much thinking um thinking slightly different from chris not that you would do all your team building stuff in one day and all your science stuff in one day but that each day you would have like five rotations and you'd have a science activity a craft activity Mm -hmm. a sport activity a um, beach activity and you can do stuff within those rotations where the kids are going throughout the island where it's like you know all right this group go ahead and go to contest this group go to you know um capture the flag this group Mm -hmm. go to the hiking area this group you know what I mean? And then you can time the rotation in the day, depending how long it needs to be, you know? So maybe the afternoon rotation is the hiking or fishing or something related to that or scavenger hunt or, Oh, we're bird watching today or whatever, right. you know, each week you can mix it up. So it's not just the same thing every week and you can theme it, you know, more specifically to whatever theme it is for that week. Um, like last summer we did this, even during COVID, we didn't go anywhere. Our excursions were totally closed down and we, we weren't on an Island. We had indoor access, but we did like a video game week where it wasn't even playing video games. We did group competitions that were inspired by Mario games. So like in Mario party, there's one where you like shake the box and you hear if there's how many bells there are and whoever gets the most like bells wins. So I just took cardboard boxes and we made those and the kids had to actually shake it. You know what I mean? Nice. And so even though it seems like, Oh, we're limited with resources in that sense, you can bring a bag of balls and fit it on the mm-hmm. ferry. You can bring a couple craft things each day and have like, you know, a bin you bring that's like organized at the office to mm-hmm. whatever or at area that's like for this week, these are the craft things spaced out. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of options that you can do with that. Like, obviously, if you don't have access to water or if you don't have access to something where you need a certain type of like something heated up or whatever for a science project or a craft, then you can't do that. But I think there's lots of stuff you could do. Um, yeah. We, do you have we, swimming we every day? 
do you get to swim every day? No, no, no. Uh, we on f- the way we on Friday we had our beach day, and yes, they can go in the water. Mm. They had to go up to like their waist if they didn't have their a life waist. jacket. Um, but we also had the local kayak company bring kayaks, mm. and so the kids could kayak. Does this day. island like close down at night? Like yes. So no one's on this island at night. You can. They do have overnight areas where you could tent, but. You had to wait, like you go, you had to be there. The last ferry by the last ferry is like four o'clock, five o'clock. And you couldn't get off the island until the next morning, but mm-hmm. you couldn't camp. Yeah, there was some, a few camping spots. Cause I was thinking your first activity, the campers dig a giant <laughs> hole and you create a storage facility to keep all of your stuff in on the island. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Ellie, we did, we did <laughs> themes every week. They were more general, like, uh, Hawaiian hullabaloo yeah, yeah, or yeah. That's adventure. What I'm yeah. yeah. Or survivor week or pirate week or that yeah. type of thing. Yep. 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 Yeah. Right. Um, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so we did a rotation for the first two days, uh, fishing. There was always some kind of, uh, scavenger hunts. There was a craft. There was, you know, there was a uh, team building was one. There were, five, I think five rotations. And then on Wednesday was our theme day. So mm-hmm. it was pretty much like a color war. Like we divided all the kids up yeah. into three to four teams and their age group would rotate to different activities uh, or challenges or competitions. And yeah, so that was like fun. Everybody, yeah. Everybody got to dress up and uh, whatever the theme is. Thursday was hike. Friday was kayaking and barbecuing. So the, our two yeah. parts were all food. Um, right. and it was using their, their big barbecue area to do that. Do the kids normally bring their own food then they bring a sack lunch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. They always had to bring a sack lunch. Um, there was no way I was going to try to feed them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> and plus I like sack lunches. I know a lot of camps offer food, but I like sack lunches because the kids could bring what they want. If they're allergic or they don't like something, mm-hmm. they, yeah. you don't have to worry about all that stuff. So I think the biggest thing was the limitation of the two carts of bringing stuff over um, for a hundred kids, you know, in activities. Whose limit was that? Was that your limit? You you only had two carts? It's fairy limit because there was only so much room. And so they Mm. were like, you know, can you keep it to two carts? Because other people had food that they would bring over. And so they had this little area on the ferry where you can put kind of your some people just had huge backpacks and they put them there or carts and it was only so big. Um, so that was, that was the limitation that we had. And we did an overnight on Thursday for the older kids. Oh, um, wow. So that was something so that then was. you bring tents fun. too. So for that, we had to bring tents um, and, and cooking stuff. So yeah, that cart, that's why we did the hiking because you didn't need anything because mm-hmm. the carts mm-hmm. were used for the overnight stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was just kind of managing that. So I guess my question or, or, or the purpose really is, can you run a camp with limited resources? You, if you have good staff and a few oh, totally. sports you balls, can, I mean, you're pretty set. You got yeah, good you can, staff. You can run a camp with no resources. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all about the staff. Yeah, I think the, the answer is, is definitely yes. Prior to 2020, my jam summer camp was like 
heavily on excursions it was like that was the primary thing we did yeah we did some stuff on campus but it was like where are we going that was the focus and if we had had this podcast in 2019 I would have said like I don't know if we're going to be able to get kids to come to this (laughs) island camp where we have nothing now post 2020 we ran a successful camp and safely you know obviously way less kids we normally would have 80 to 90 kids and we had probably like 50 kids or 40 kids each week Um, split into different pods to keep them safe but we didn't go anywhere all the stuff was on campus Mm -hmm. and it was all staff run activities and games and projects and stuff like that and the kids had a blast like the kids were signing up for more weeks they were like I told my mom I want to come the rest of the summer etc etc kids were telling their friends they were signing up I know that you know you might think well it's because everything was shut down they want but I think it was more than that because there were a lot of parents mm, sure. that decided to keep their kids home. But I think the fact that we were able to run a successful summer camp with nowhere to go, nothing to do and super limited, it proved to me that, yes, you could run a summer camp with nothing and still kids will have a blast as long as you're doing fun things. Like you, if the staff hype things up and make it fun, then the kids are going to have fun. Right, right, right. No, totally agree. Yeah, I, I tell my staff every training week because we talk about how they should act and different things like that. I tell them, I'm like, we have tons of programming here at camp. And if we had good staff, we wouldn't need a thing of it. You know, if you guys, you guys, essentially, if you take your job and you make it amazing this summer, you don't need to do one of our program activities. Kids will come back just for you. Hmm. And so, yep. yeah, I just can't imagine. I grew up going to a camp that, you know, it was, they own their own place. And I, every camp I've worked at has owned their own place. And so uh, right. that, that just so foreign to me to think about last year i was actually asked to go and do a camp in africa and i was like oh cool you know what do they have there oh it's it's just a school you have a camp at the school so you have a basketball court and that's it right and i was like oh my goodness like what i can't even like i can't bring all this stuff on the plane even and so it's hard trying to come up with that just because of what i grew up with and what i'm comfortable with right we we have a whole shed that's devoted (laughs) to our outdoor activities well yeah yeah, i think i think the when we talk activities that don't need many props if any are all the group games there's a ton of group Mm -hmm. games right no props needed or maybe a ball or something like that scavenger hunts um you know i mean i always talk about how i just had the little smurf and -hmm. i would hide the smurf somewhere Mm. and tell the kids okay the smurf has been hidden and they'd go nuts and they would just start yeah. running everywhere. That's all I need. I could put that in my pocket. That didn't take any room in the cart. Um, you know, there are uh, counselor hunts. You don't need anything for the counselor hunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some crafts that you can do. Like I saw, Chris, you have the button maker on there. That doesn't, yep. that doesn't take but that maker, the hole punch, mm-hmm. and one little box of supplies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there. So there are definitely crafts you can do. Uh, crafts are so because crafts. Yeah, you have half and half. You have some crafts. It's like okay, you need a set of scissors, a set of glue. Right. And so yeah, with some of your crafts, there's like oh, there's either too much or you don't need a lot. So you gotta really look at the crafts too. Exactly. Exactly. Team building. Maybe what a couple of uh, hula hoops and a couple of scarves yeah. or something. And yeah, you're you're good. I, the word I keep hearing <laughs> in all my team building throwables. You need a throwable. It doesn't seem to matter what it is. It could be a dog toy. It could be a squeaker. It could be a dead (laughs) chicken. As long as you can chuck it. No, no. (laughs) You can have the dead chicken. (laughs) 
long as you can I like throw the dog it, toy idea, though. The dog toy idea is kind of fun because then normally you throw a ball, it goes exactly where you throw it. You have some sort of awkward yep. shaped yeah. object. It kind of adds to the fun of the game. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so there are, yeah. What else can you do with like hardly any, either no props or, I mean, all the, the walking we did, we would have uh, a, I, I had this small little pouch or bucket of those small plastic animals. Um, oh, you know yeah. how you buy like in, in bulk kind of, or even little, little army men or something. And, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And so when we had like a long walk, I would send somebody, one of the staff, or I would do it ahead and you would just kind of toss a couple of animals into the bushes on the sides of the path. And so along the way, it was like, if you could find an animal, you know, you get so many <laughs> bonus points for your team. And so the whole time they're like this, looking for an animal. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're there, but the walk was like 20 minutes and they were just like, they were so engrossed in, in finding these small little trinkets. Um, but that's, you know, something like that you can do. Well, yeah. depending on what, think... oh, sorry. <laughs> depending on what all the naturey stuff on your island, a lot of outdoor ed. Mm. I mean, identifying true, trees, true. identifying the animals and birds. Uh, kind of. I mean, are is there are people bringing pets on this island too? No, no pets. Um, but we definitely did. Uh, you know, like the fairy houses, mm -hmm. or the the art and nature. It was just using sticks. Yep. and rocks and leaves and anything that was already on the ground mm -hmm. and they would build their little whatever their little piece of art or their fairy house mm. or whatever and they'll they'll spend a yeah. long time doing that oh yeah. let's put in a jacuzzi for the our fairy mm -hmm. <laughs> no, how about a slide um let's make it a mansion now we're talking about winged fairies <laughs> Now we're talking. Yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> that's a little house for the boat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking at first. I was like, wait, jacuzzi. Okay. <laughs> Wind Did you build any fairy houses on the ferry? That right, would be right. better. <laughs> like, yeah. There's actually a fairy who drives the ferry. <laughs> uh, Do you? So we're a we're a faith based camp. So we would have chapel time too. Mm, I don't know if yeah. you would have anything like that that would. A storytelling time or staff I mean, you could and we definitely and, and again this is uh this is non-prop but we definitely had time where we would do songs mm -hmm. um a talent show yeah uh you know stump yeah. the stump the counselor um where the kids ask questions mm -hmm. to the counselors and can they stump us so there was that time when everybody was sitting down and you were on what we call on stage and whether that was leading a song doing a skit I think skits and talent shows are really good use mm -hmm. of like, uh, you know, you don't need equipment, you don't need anything and you could theme the skit too, you know, and then sure. in the same vein, you could do improv. So yep. I did that last summer too. And I thought it would be hard to get the kids on board with it, but they were begging me all summer to keep doing more improv things. Nice. Like there's one that's, uh, it's similar to like a whose line is it anyway. And you just write down funny lines ahead of time. And then you set up the scene like, okay, these two people are, you know, in line at the store and then they have to just kind of improv from there. But at some point in the skit or the improv, they have to pull out the line and read it. They don't know what it says. Yes. And so they just have to read some like line that's from a meme or a joke or whatever. And so then they right. say it and then the other person has to play off that. And then we had some hilarious stuff come out of that. So that doesn't take a lot of room to keep those little sheets of paper and stuff like that, you know, and it's exactly. super fun. And, and a lot of the, maybe the younger kids wouldn't be able to uh, 
ad lib the rest of the part until there, yeah. but they love just sitting there and watching. Yes. Right. Yes, yes. It, the, whether it's the staff or maybe the older kids just doing it, they just want to watch and be entertained. Dance monkey. Entertain yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> dance for me. Dance for me. Dance for yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ellie, thanks so much for being our guest host this yeah. week. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of great ideas. It was fun having you on. As we ask all of our guests hosts, uh, if anyone wants to reach out to you, what's the best way? Um, yeah. So you can find the Jam Summer Camp uh, Instagram. I think it's just at Jam Summer Camp. And our website is mvccjam.org. So that's Mission Viejo Christian Church Jam.org, mvcc.org, jam.org. Yeah. That's my jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Chris, what do we got coming up next week? Next week, I think I have it down right. We are talking with Shauna. We are talking with her up at Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago. Nice. And we're going to talk animals. And she's going to bring a sloth for you me wish. to hold. You wish. <laughs> Shauna, if you're listening to fun. this, I expect a sloth. She did a session. Um <laughs> for ScampCon and one of the pictures that she showed was of this baby sloth or this young sloth. It was Aww. the cutest thing I've ever seen. Doesn't even have to be a baby, Shauna. I will take an adult sloth. <laughs> one maybe doesn't have to be one of the cuter sloths. Just a sloth. I will be fine. <laughs> All right, cool. Well I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Well Ellie, thanks so much for joining this week. This has been fun. We have enjoyed it. And uh, we hope to see you all next week. But from around the campfire, this is Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.